Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is a fight that we heard so much about in the beginning. Then the press conferences happened. Now the, the latest thing that people have been talking about is this Paulie Malignaggi, Conor McGregor sparring match and the footage that was there. And, oh, they only showed this and they showed that. And what's yeah. real? What's not? But was there, hasn't, grappling? Was there he... hasn't been as much. Yeah, well, now you have Mayweather complaining about the footage or analyzing the footage, not necessarily complaining, but pointing out uh, from his subjective view that he thought McGregor was fighting unfairly. He was doing the illegal uh, tactics, rabbit punching, holding, being too aggressive, and all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure there's going to be some of that. There's just, Of course there's going to be some of that. I mean, Conor McGregor can't just become all of a sudden some tactician in mm-hmm. the ring yeah. with the rules of boxing, even with the time that he's had to train, which hasn't been a long time. I mean, this, I feel like this fight was agreed upon, and then all of a sudden, boom, we're having it. So I know that he was training prior to it and hopes that it would happen, uh, but there's no way that this guy is going to have <laughs> nearly as much <laughs> boxing skill as, as Floyd Mayweather. No. It's maybe like taking a, a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, probably. So Floyd Mayweather is going to bet on himself, which is something I'm glad he's able to do for some reason. Yeah. Like I feel like you, a lot of places wouldn't allow that yeah. uh, to happen. Pete but he, Rose should have boxed. He, uh, yeah, he's going to bet on himself. And if he's going to do that, in order to make some money, he's going to have to put up a ton of money mm-hmm. because right now it's come way down. I believe it was like minus eight fifty at one point, but it's currently like minus four fifty, mm-hmm. minus five hundred. So, put down five hundred to make a hundred. Well, this is the example I have right now in front of me. If he bets ten million on himself, he'd win two million. Mm-hmm. So, back in November, the odds were like minus twenty two hundred. So mm. there's a lot of people that are betting McGregor thinking he has a shot because those odds were great. Mm-hmm. The Maloof brothers, the the, the the old Sacramento Kings owners yeah. and the, the Vegas casino dudes. What's the name of that place? I've been up to that. They sold that hotel, I believe. They sold their casino interest, I believe. Well, they still have money because they put on oh, um, to on Mayweather last week. Mm. 880 grand. Right. Okay. So that's all they're going to make on that. Yeah. The odds that they got is 160,000. Right. So is it worth it? Yeah. yeah An man. extra 160 grand? I mean, it's, well, no. they said they're going to give it all to charity. They said they're going to put that up and give it all to charity. And when we lose that 800, we're going to write that off. <laughs> if you that's lose a business it. expense. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's still. It's, we in the business of betting. The odds, the odds are crazy. And if there is any chance, because you just feel stupid if you put up that much money just to win some money, you feel stupid if you end up losing. Like, what the hell was I thinking? Right. You don't put up $10 million to make two. You put up ten to make $100 million. Yeah. 
But if it's the easiest thing in the world, which a lot of people think this is, mm-hmm. they think it's the e- it's easy right. money. Yeah. Like you're putting up that money, but you're really not putting up yeah. that money. That's what they think. You're right. But like, let's say you had, I don't know, $20,000 in a savings account. And you're thinking, man, I wonder what the math would be on that. It probably wouldn't be much at all. No. Would it? A couple grand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, you wouldn't. No. Do, it would be the no. dumbest thing you could no, ever do, you right? Do it. Oh, <laughs> that's right. And that's why if you have ten million to, to put up, even though you think it's a lock, do you necessarily do that? You can go make two million with something else. Yeah, but if you're Floyd, you're betting on yourself. Why yeah. not? Okay. Extra two million dollars right. and all the money that he's making. I think he makes something like twenty five million for just showing up to the fight, something like that. Oh, just to he, once he enters enters the arena, right? I think he's not even the ring. Just, guaranteed. Oh, he's in the building. He's in the right. building. Okay, that's locked. Twenty five million. Guaranteed twenty five million. So I, I'm still, and I'll I'll say this to Steven Espinoza. I don't care. I still have this feeling that this is not going to be as big of a, a deal as as people are making it out to be. I don't think it's going to break the Pacquiao Mayweather record. I don't. I think there's going to be a okay. lot of people that were turned off by the press conferences. I think there's a lot of people that look at this thing as like, oh, Conor McGregor does not have a chance. I even think that there's going to be some of the UFC people that are bothered by the fact that he's doing this and don't even look at it like a it wouldn't even be a, a badge of honor for them because Conor McGregor can't even do the stuff that he normally does. And I also think there's people on the boxing side that think this is a farce because you've got a guy who didn't earn his spot against the champ. Well, you have those who are holding out hope that McGregor can tag him because they dislike Floyd Mayweather so much. Go get him, Connor. We've heard that on this network before, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to tune in. Even though they think McGregor doesn't have a shot, they're going to give him a small shot, and they're hoping that he can tag him. And and, and so they're going to definitely tune in for that. Just on a small chance that we have another Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas. And then the, the Mayweather fans, of course, they're going to watch him no matter what. And, and and there are be other folks who just like to see a car wreck, and they think this is going to be a car wreck, so we better tune in. Well, that's the main motivation for me wanting to watch it. Not because I think it's going to be a good fight. It's right. everything surrounding it. What celebrities are going to be ringside? What are these guys <laughs> going to say after the fight, right? What's Con- is Connor going to go off the deep end? Right. I don't think that he's got a shot to win. Go get him, Connor. I don't think it's going to be an entertaining fight. It's everything that's else. It. Yeah. That's going to be entertaining. Everything on the periphery. About it. So uh, lines are open right now. I promise we'll get you on this segment if you give us a call. I want to know where you stand right now in interest with Mayweather and McGregor. Are you really excited? Has some of your interest waned? Has it grown since the press conferences to this point? Where are you right now? Are you like me where you're thinking, maybe this thing isn't that big of a deal and I'm not going to spend the money on the pay-per-view? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Four two two seven, and you see some of the talking points that we're getting. You know, buy early, avoid the rush on fight day. This is one of the things that they want us to stay with what, when, when the, Espinoza is the, in the, here. May wear the robot out or something. Whoever's uh, taking payment, yeah, buy early. And it just <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, it seems like the promotion that they're doing for this is so intense that it makes me think they're not where they want to be right. with it. Yeah. Because I know that Steven Espinosa likes us, but I don't remember talking about Steven Espinosa once when there was Pacquiao Mayweather, and that was a combined between those two. Remember, because mm-hmm. you, know, you got Showtime with Mayweather and HBO with Pacquiao. 
So I don't remember talking about him, him being anywhere, this up front, any big Pacquiao fight. Like, but he's he's making sure he's out for this one. So is that because it's that big of a deal? Or is that because they're falling short of expectations right, right now? You, are you putting on the full-court press to sell what little inventory you have remaining? Or is this uh, a point where you're in crisis management? We've got to get out and sell, 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 sell. Uh, and, and we can ask him that because I feel like it's being sort of forced as well. Uh, you know, you have the, the, the sparring match that's now being – uh, question somewhat, and you have these comments about Mayweather. I'm gonna whip up on this guy for all the black people out there because his <laughs> comments at the press conference. Yay! There you go. Thank you. So, I mean, <laughs> so it's look, look, few outlandish things surrounding uh, this fight as we get within a, a week or eight days of it happening. Yeah, it's just when when events are big events that are can't miss events. I feel like you don't like you don't. They have, take on a life of their own. Yeah. yeah, and this one, I feel like I have to hear it from the people that mm-hmm. are directly involved for it to be right. a huge deal. Yeah. So that's something we'll talk to Stephen Espinoza about. He is he is already here in our brand new. Is he here? Spanking in the newsroom. Cu- Tell him to get out of my cubicle, man. Hell <laughs> <laughs> wrong with him. Yeah, the Brian Jones cubicle. We're not allowed to have office supplies there because Brian uses them as weapons. So. <laughs> That's right. I noticed there were no offices. Yeah, we no. We've we've definitely Brian Jones no, proved the when new they, space. When are they supposed to have the salespeople in the in our old newsroom? I'm not sure when they're coming down. They I think they have to do some construction there. They're, oh, they're building new rooms in there and knocking down a wall. So it's going to be a while. Oh, well, why, well, why do you ask? Well, I just want to know how soon I'll have some new prey. <laughs> On the, on, on, oh, that sounds terrible. On the, on the, you know how weird you sound. New when you people that? to mess with. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's all I'm saying. Right. Male or female, just people I new, need. Some new, new targets. Prey. New right. targets. Yeah. Mikey P wants you to have a new target. That's for sure. Yeah. Been waiting for that. He's gonna love this. Two and a half years. Right. Oh, that would be a blessing. Okay. Well, tell me, <laughs> hurry up with the construction, man. I'll get yeah. on it. I'll all send right. him a text. Yeah. Use some fresh meat. Where are you right now with Mayweather and McGregor in the interest? At a fever pitch, or is there some apathy there somewhere in between? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. If we cannot get Steven Espinoza to allow us to come with him to Las Vegas to watch the fight, um, I'm going to have to find a friend that's going to host the thing because uh, mm-hmm. my wife Gina will not allow it to be hosted at, at our house. It's going to be too late. She wants to go to bed early. She doesn't On need a the, Saturday evening? That's right. She does not want the loudness in the house. Wow. So that will, Put her foot down. That's right. Okay. I, I actually, I know I know enough not even to ask, to be quite hmm. honest with you. So I'm not even going to ask. So that's, that's okay. out of the question. I got another friend who was just kicked out of his house mm. uh, because his girlfriend and fiance of many years uh, decided to uh, kick him out. Yeah. So he's, he's now living with his aunt. In a spare bedroom, so he's out. Okay. I got another guy who uh, got divorced and got another girlfriend, just broke up with that girlfriend, and now living in a basement of somebody's house. Yeah, so he's out. So, I I mean, Hmm. there's not a lot of good options here, man. There's just not. Sports bar? I might have to do that. I might have to do that. Go to, uh, there's an Aruga's in the town next to Aruga? Yeah, Aruga's. And and they is I've, that a chain? Yeah, it's a chain. So they will have the fight. And so I like the Wawa. 
No, no, no. It's like a, it's a sports bar chain. Oh. So, Arugas. Yeah. How do you come up with that name? I, you're asking me. I have no Arugas. idea. That just says sports. Aruga. Where you going, Aruga? Who? What's who playing tonight? <laughs> I don't. I like. I don't know. I kind of like the place. So I, I know. I'm sure the place is cool. I'm just saying the the title. Okay. But anyway, so. The, Arugas at the yeah, top of the list do right that. now. And then movie theaters are going to be playing it. Do you yeah, know that? Some select, I think some select movie theaters are playing it for 40 bucks and oh, get on the big mm. screen. There you go. That's go smart. That is very smart in the movie theater. Boy, you make a lot of profit there. Yeah. I haven't decided what the hell I'm going to do. Are you rooting one way or another? No. Nope. Yeah, I'm just rooting for chaos, I guess. Yeah. Because I don't. Rooting for entertainment. That's get, what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for a knockout either way, I think. I don't want to see it go the distance and be what I think it's going to be. If this, I mean, I'm telling you, it'd be like Tyson and Buster, even though they were same, they were combatants in in the, in the same sport, but no one saw that coming. Just no way. And Mike Tyson had built up such an aura and a a a following, and it's just this guy, he's invincible. There's no way you can you can break through. Going up against uh, Iron Mike Tyson, then that happens, and, and so I I don't know if I I think you would have to put that put this on that type of uh, pedestal if McGregor was able to win. Yeah, it has to be up there. Well, a guy playing uh, going into a whole different sport, whole different arena, and and coming out on top against one of the and greatest. Mayweather's much older though. That's for sure. True. Yeah. Right. They're not contemporaries. No. But. I, I still would think it would be that shocking of a thing. I'd like to go back and see the odds on that because I'm sure that they still live somewhere. The Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson odds. Probably, well, they're probably not minus 500, but close. <laughs> it might, it might have been. No, it actually, might have been even, even more than that. I mean, you the think? way the way Tyson was going yeah. at that point, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And the only reason why it's minus 500 is because people are rooting for Conor McGregor. That's the only reason why. All right, Steven Espinoza is going to join us next. Brian Jones brought in a gift for mm-hmm. him. Do you have the gift? Is it is it uh, in a safe location? It's in a safe location. Right, I can right. get it when you want me to. All right, I All think right. I think now we should he should Mikey B should go and get the gift so we can have it right when Steven Espinoza comes into the studio. He keep and when we start the segment, keep it by you, and we can hand it to him right when it starts. Cool. So I want to start off on the right foot. Y'all do all that. I'm going to the restroom. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the help, man. You got it. Appreciate it. So we'll come back with the VP, the head of executive, whatever the hell you want to call him. He's Showtime Sports. He's the head of Showtime Sports. He's the big wig. That's what he is. Steven Espinosa next on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We've got Guns and Roses tickets. Listen to Tiki and Tierney for your chance to win right here on CBS Sports Radio. Big fight happening coming up next weekend. Mayweather and McGregor. And kind can, of a big deal. Yeah, you can watch it on Showtime pay-per-view. We'll give you all the details. But right now, Brad Heller is back with his final update on Geo and Jones for the week. You have made it here, Brad, filling in for Andrew Bogish. We've made this a little more palatable for you mm-hmm. as we have found your sweet spot in 90s R&B <laughs> music while you're doing the updates. So, Give the fans the sports for a final time this week. Now I'm bummed out. You're bumming me out last time. <laughs> I'm bumming you out. You're, <laughs> that's your default setting. Bummed exactly. out, <laughs> I'm bumming you out. All right, hit it, Pete. It's a roller coaster of emotions today. I'm sorry. 
See? <laughs> Sending me out with boys to men. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you cry during this update. Seriously, if I start tearing up, I, I'm not responsible not for get getting tears on the keyboard. Anyway, <laughs> we'll start with preseason football, guys. Jameis Winston continues to impress for the Bucks. 21 of 29, 196 through the air yesterday. Last night, 12 to 8, the Bucks beat the Jaguars. On the other hand, though, Jags head coach Doug Marone not pleased with either Blake Bortles or Chad Henney. I'm not happy with the performance today. I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, BS anyone. I mean, everyone saw it out there. Uh, whatever you want to call it, I'm still trying to evaluate who the best person is at that position. I told that to uh, both quarterbacks. Meanwhile, Miami, Jay Cutler made his Dolphins debut. He played two series and was 3 of 6 for 24 yards in a 31-7 loss to the Ravens. Also, the Eagles beat the Bills 20-16. to Tyrod Taylor was picked off twice. Chris Long showing support for teammate Malcolm Jenkins in his national anthem protest. Jenkins stands while raising a fist, and Long stood next to him with one hand on Jenkins' back. Also, Raiders corner Sean Smith facing felony assault and battery charges in L.A. for allegedly beating his sister's boyfriend last month. Well, that was awkward. Just <laughs> <laughs> start grooving to that song. <laughs> and you do the domestic violence story, I mean, Brad. You couldn't save that for next hour? Come on. Well, yeah, I did actually leave it out when we were playing. Uh, I forget what it was during the first hour. I'll so. make love to you. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. actually, it was. Because I think, I'm like, you know what? Let me skip over this one. I'll make love oh, to you. Well, and baseball, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we'll pick it up from here. Yeah. All right, go ahead, finish it up, Brad. All right, the tightest division race right now in the majors is in the NL Central. And here's a swing and a high fly ball deep to left field. And it is gone! A home run for Pham. A fair ball and a home run for Tommy. That's his first home run since the 24th of July against Colorado. And the Cardinals lead 8-5. to five. John Rooney on the Cardinals radio network. Cards beat the Pirates 11-7. Now trail the Cubs by game and a half. Chicago erased a 9-1 deficit but still lost to the Reds at Wrigley 13-10. The Brewers, they were off their only one game back. The Yankees finished off a four-game sweep of the Mets, 7-5. Gary Sanchez, a home run in five RBIs. The Yankees visit the Red Sox for the weekend. By the way, never apologize for grooving to end Vogue. I don't think that's there's ever a, <laughs> no, a bad not. time to no. groove to end Vogue. That's all I got for you. All right, Brad. Well, cool. listen, it was a great week. We it was appreciate a you being here. Thank and you, guys. Help you with your issues all week, man. Yeah. Issues. Hopefully they, they, <laughs> they, they hold tight. Hold, hopefully you hold on My to My morning them. grumpiness is an yeah. issue I'm clearly working on, so thank <laughs> yeah, you. Well, hopefully we've <laughs> assisted in that. All right, Brad. Thanks, right. man. Thanks, we'll, guys. Now we'll, get out. We'll see you around. Yeah, yeah. get out. Oh, yeah, we have someone way more important than you in the studio, yes. Brad. So stop hogging our time. We, Understood. Uh, <laughs> Steven Espinosa. Are here. you guys taking requests? Can I? Can yeah, I sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, see the bald you, guy in there? Yeah. You should, yeah. Whatever you want to him. Okay, yeah. okay. I'll, yeah. I'll think, you know. Maybe okay. Some, some right. Cisco later on. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh Cisco. <laughs> I was I mean, thinking maybe Tony, Tony, Tony. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, might as well. But Cisco, okay. And the, the voice you yeah. hear is that of Steven Espinoza, <laughs> Showtime sports executive, who is here with us for a little bit to talk some Mayweather and McGregor. Good morning. What is happening with you? Uh, things are only mildly out of control, you know, which is uh, which is an improvement at this stage. You know, things are things are great. You know, I'm, I think we're all impatient to get the fight over with. You know, the fighters even you know ten times worse. But uh, you know, right now all the balls are in motion, and then it's fight week, and uh, we're we're ready to go. So yeah. how? 
a constant in constant contact are you with both sides? Is this an ongoing thing daily, or is it whenever something may be out of sort, or is this where you just you're overseeing every little bitty thing about this on a daily basis? We're we're in contact with both camps. We're we're shooting with them. We've got the all access series, all access series, which which documents their preparation. So we're in those kind of conversations, and there's occasional business and ticket you know obligations here. Really, for the most part, all you know, all the balls are in motion. Everything's rolling, and now it's sort of like it's sort of like planning a wedding. It's you know, it's logistics, it's seating, it's tickets, it's guests, it's you know, pre-party, it's uh, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, you know, like I said, you're the world's biggest wedding. And uh, speaking of that, uh, tickets and obligations, um, Brian Jones and I, we, we like oh, it. I did promise. I, yeah. I remember. <laughs> we, I'm fully we did, prepared. We did come a big in. Yeah, and uh, we like attending things. You we know, like pre-parties. Yeah, we, we do. Pre-parties. We, yeah. we, we are a great tandem, yeah. and we add to any atmosphere. Right. So uh, with that yeah, in we, mind. We, and I just wanted to give an example. We, we sometimes induce other guests are people in the same uh, vicinity into doing things like the mascot of Oregon, right. the duck. Mm-hmm. We got the duck to give me a table dance through a glass. Right, and, at and the I, national I championship. It, I made okay. it rain. Yes. So it wasn't my doing, but apparently our celebrity influence. It made national news. Right. You need yeah. people like that. They're a key ingredient in the party. When, when, when we walk in the room. Right, right. right. You're right. You're, so, there you go. With all that being said and uh, the ticket obligation stuff, Brian Jones has something for you. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, he, he, remember he, when we had you on, I found out we had so much in common. I mean, UCLA. Separated birth. Exactly. Mean, brothers from another mother, uh-huh. of course. And you came out bilingual. I didn't. Uh, and, and so uh, you're from Texas. I'm from Texas. And so I thought I'd bring a, a, a gift from the state of Texas, our home state. I was just there for my charity event. And uh, I brought you. I, now, I have to give you a little backstory on this. Okay. Uh, I've got a buddy, one of the best football players ever, ever, to play the game at the University of Texas, Kenneth Sims. He was the number one overall pick uh, in the NFL to the New England Patriots 82 draft. Anyway, he now thinks he's a pit master. And so he's always bragging on his barbecue. So I said, all right, I'm coming down. How about you hook me up a couple of briskets, bring them back up to New York, one for me and one for Mr. Steven Espinosa. So I have you a brisket. That is priceless. <laughs> Not from the, priceless. from the pit, backyard pit of the great Kenneth Sims. Oh, now, uh, looking at you, uh-huh. The brisket made way more than you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, I, all I these like, things are <laughs> running through my mind, and I'm thinking, what can I possibly? I never would have guessed brisket. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thrilled, though. We, I'm we thrilled. were talking food. Now it's frozen now, so okay. just a few instructions when you when it defrosts, just put it on the oven on about 350 and let okay. it cook for about okay. 40, 50 now, minutes. Is this, is this like Vince Wilfork level barbecue brisket? This Kenneth Sims. Yeah, so uh, this is it. Yeah, this is it. Wow, oh, thank you so much. It smells so good. Jeez, this is heavy. That is heavy. Yeah. So yeah. This, this is a, a Fred Flintstone. Thank you. Know, you. Type. Well, those. you know how our home yeah. state is. Everything's yeah, bigger in Texas. That, that, thank you so much. It's so no, generous. 15-pound brisket. Yeah. yeah, we're we're sitting here with Steven Espinoza, executive for Showtime Sports. And of all the people I've been kissing your ass over the last month or so, <laughs> has there been a better gift than brisket from Kenneth Sims? You know, there, there really hasn't. It's an interesting interesting process because you know a lot of people lost my phone number when when Mayweather retired. You know, and then there's a lot of new acquaintances over the last eight to ten weeks. Of you course. know, renewed people, but. 
<laughs> but nothing nearly as nice as brisket. Uh, Absolutely I mean, not. Brisket tugs at the heart. Oh, no, you're come right. on. More ways I'll, than I'll one. eat off this for probably six, seven weeks. At least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> well, enjoy the brisket. Yeah. And uh, whether we're at this fight or not, we'll be happy. No, that, you'll be, you yeah. guys will be there. You'll be, you know, I think, you know, I, I haven't gotten an RSV from Halle Berry. You know, I'm, so I'm so, you know, I know, I know I'd promised you that weeks ago. Well, but, there'll be some lookalikes, I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, I haven't got, yeah, let's just say, yeah. Okay. I, there'll be some, there'll be a plan B. I, I think Charlize Theron will be Ooh. there. If that, oh, you know, man. You know. She's great. Mm. A great personality. Can to we get her. him another brisket <laughs> <laughs> right so, now? So, Stephen, this is something that I've been saying over the last couple of days, and I I want you to tell me why I'm wrong because I know that you will. <laughs> so, this spectacle, what, what it's been, and when it was first announced, people went crazy. There was the press conferences, which turned a lot of people off because of some of the things that happened during the press conferences. And then I started hearing stuff about ticket sales, and then you know maybe it wasn't exactly where it needed to be. And then you're here sitting here with us. I saw you did an interview with Sporting News as well. You're out in front. So my cynical brain, because I'm a cynical guy, my cynical brain is saying, does Steven Espinoza take this much time out of his day if this thing is exactly where he wants it to be? So is this right now with the pay-per-view buys, the early buys, and and the interest in this fight – where you want it to be? Are you doing more promotion than usual because you're a little bit worried? No, the, the, the reality is you never want to take anything for granted. Um, so this is more a case of, you know, putting, you know, putting the pedal to the floor throughout the process. You know, people have been talking about this for weeks now, and it's been, you know, front and center. There's great awareness. You know, there are some fights that, you know, the struggle is awareness. Like people know this fight is being discussed, but you never want to assume just because people are debating, you know, the sparring footage and Paulie and Connor and MMA versus boxing, whether that really translates to, you know, buying it on fight week. So, um, you know, you guys uh, were overlooked in my publicity tour before. <laughs> You're now a regular part, especially with the brisket. So, um, yeah, you know, the reality, when you have a, a persona like Floyd, um, you know, he, he attracts a lot of a lot of critics, you know, and and rightly so in some cases, you know, he's certainly no angel. Um, but I think more so people root for him to fail because of the, the, the arrogance, the persona. So, you know, the, the reality is, um, you know, they're all going to make a lot of money. It's going to do really well at the box office. You know, will it sell out? If it doesn't, it's going to be really close and it'll probably be the, the biggest gate of all time. You're more than likely. So this is nothing, this late push by you and everyone involved, this is nothing out of the ordinary. This this is just me trying to avoid going into the office and having to <laughs> deal with it. So, uh, I don't know what you guys have on. Like, I'll talk to the next host as well. <laughs> Usually guests are trying to get out of here as soon as possible. Right. No, no, no. no. Stick it's, it's easy. Right, exactly. No one, no one can get a hold of me while I'm on air. <laughs> We're talking to Steven Espinoza of Showtime Sports, Mayweather and McGregor. It's amazing. It's just a little over a week away on Showtime pay-per-view. And you mentioned some of the boxing purists and how that is a discussion, the UFC purists. Uh, do you think that even though there's some people that are saying, oh, man, this really got both these things involved and Connor didn't do it the right way and, and come up through the ranks and this is just a money grab, that those people will stay away from the fight? Do you think that they're, in your own opinion, will still be interested enough to see how it plays out? Uh, I think there's a lot of curiosity and a lot of interest. Um, there's one thing. There, there's never been an event like this. I don't know that there will ever be again. 
there's no one can really tell us reliably how it's going to play out. I mean, that's the thing with combat sports generally. Anyone who tells you they know exactly how it's going to go is either fooling themselves or you. You know, and with this fight in particular, you know, sure, Floyd is you know, one of the best of all time, you know, maybe the best defensive fighter of all time. And was if he was at his prime, this fight wouldn't be happening. You know, if he was 33, 34, there were few people on the face of the earth who could touch Floyd, including Connor. At, at 40, with two years off, um, we'll see. That's, to me, that, that's what represents the intrigue here, as we don't know exactly what Floyd has left. In retrospect, do you feel as though you had maybe one or two press conferences too many, <laughs> considering how outrageous those became with some of the rhetoric coming from yeah. both fighters? Yeah, you know, there there were definitely points at which it, uh, we crossed the line. And I, I say we, I mean, as, as a promotion. Um, and there were some statements made in the course of it that really, I mean, quite frankly, there's no way to describe them other than indefensible. Um, but there was, you know, a lot of emotion, a lot of... Uh, personal heated rivalry that developed you know and there were sort of stray bullets flying in every direction you know i got hit by a couple you know i'm <laughs> not even supposed to be in the well in, yeah. in the crossfire well, we talked about it on yeah. the show when when connor went after oh, that's right, that's right, i can't right. repeat what connor said <laughs> oh yeah but he, he i'll hit after. his ass with that brisket now <laughs> that's right are you one of the guys that when connor's attacking you in that manner that you're laughing because you're a part of the spectacle or you're also like oh my goodness this is ridiculous that I'm involved in this. Uh, no, I, I, I wasn't allowed. It, it, it took me by surprise, quite candidly. You know, it, it was, that's another thing. It wasn't a work. Like, there's a, a lot of things that happen that people say, oh, I can't believe that wasn't prearranged. It, it wasn't. Um, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, he winked at me backstage and said, oh, you know, hey, just trying to sell. No, like, he is in fight mode. Hmm. And it's sort of like a, a method actor who gets into the role. He... He's in fight mode, so... But when you're in fight mode, do you bite the hand that feeds you? <laughs> well, you know, he'll figure out later that I have to sign the check and probably, you know, at that point. But, like, Damn. It, you know, until then, you know, anybody who's not in his camp is, you know, there's my camp and then there's an enemy, you know, and you get caught in the crossfire sometimes. So you're, you're there on, on site with these guys. Do you feel there's a genuine rivalry that's developing or has developed? Yeah, that That's one thing... Um, you know, that, that's really fascinating about these sort of press tours. And this was only four cities, but it, it was long enough. By the third city, you're already sick of everybody, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you're sort of traveling together. You're seeing them, you know, they're talking trash, and then you have to go do it. And by the time you get to the end of the week, you know, another, another city after London, a fifth city, and it just would have been an all-out brawl, you know. Yep. It just everyone had reached their, uh, their tolerance and uh, it was it was time to sort of everybody get in camp and work off some testosterone there. Coming up next, more with Steven Espinoza, including what really happened with that Paulie Malinaji. I can say that right for once. Paulie Malinaji footage. We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Danny in Nevada, and he says, what really happened with that Paulie Malinaji video? You have to ask Mr. Espinoza. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you choose the brakes or an exact fit for your vehicle. Brands you trust like Brake Best and Wagner Thermal Quiet. O'Reilly Auto Parts has brake parts you need at guaranteed low prices. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. This has been going on for a while. 
I know that Dana White accused you guys of painting Paulie Malignaggi in a better light because he's one of your guys. I know you have publicly disputed that. Um, it seems like there is a, a brouhaha between this thing that maybe there doesn't need to be. So uh, give us your side of the story on what has gone on with this footage and what we need to know. Well, it, it, it's funny. It's really, um, it's like the Zapruder footage at this point, right? <laughs> it's been so debated, like there's conspiracy theories around it. Um, you know, the reality, I, th- I think Dana said he had given us a ton of footage. Um, we did get some of the sparring footage. Uh, Connor's camp had shot it, so it wasn't our cameras. They gave us about a minute, and it was, uh, it, it was a highlight reel. So it was basically a minute of, you know, Connor landing a left hook. Connor landing a jab, Connor landing, and said, okay, sure, we, we can use it within our, our preview show, all access. Um, but then uh, when I went back to them, I said, okay, well, we'd like to use part of it. They said, well, either you use the whole thing as we edited it, or you don't use it at all. And I said, hey, you know, it's a minute and a half. It's sort of redundant. We get the idea. Like, I don't, I don't want to, no one wants to see it. It wasn't particularly well shot. So I said, no, we're editing it. We, we want to, you know, let people see it. And they said, well, if you're not using the whole thing, then you can't use it at all. So it's slightly different than, than, you know, how Dana characterized it. I mean, if, if 60 seconds of footage is a ton of footage, then yeah, we got a ton. Uh, (laughs) But it, it, it wasn't, I think what, what everyone wants is really a representative sample. I mean, no one wants the highlight reel of Paulie or the highlight reel of Connor. People are curious, like what, what really happened there? You know, you know, maybe at some point, maybe that's, uh, you know, a pay-per-view down the line when we finally get this infamous footage. You know, here's four ninety nine. You can uh, you can see what happened. Here's why it went down like it went down. Right. Yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll be on the DVD version, right? The director's cut, the bonus edition, yeah, all that. Right. Yep. So you're in the entertainment business. So if it doesn't go off and it's not as exciting or the, the action's not celebrated as you would like for it to be, do you take that personally? You know, to a certain extent. I mean, obviously, you can only make fights, and then on paper, sometimes they look great, and you know they're only good, or or vice versa. Um, but there's a sense of disappointment. I mean, you no, know, mm-hmm. if you played in a stinker of a game, you know, not really your fault. That's the way the ball bounces sometimes. Never but, my fault. Uh, but you still want people to be, you know, entertained. On this one, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, and I'm 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 not selling. I, I don't think there's a way that this fight is boring. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, I can virtually guarantee it's going to be more exciting than the Pacquiao fight. You know, that's not a real high bar. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think what, what people are expecting out of Pacquiao is for him to come in like a tornado, like he has against other opponents. And at a certain point, it looked like he sort of put it on cruise control. And, you know, didn't, I, you know Con, that's not Connor. Connor, you know, the one thing, he, he's got nothing to lose. So I, I think this will be, you know, one of the more entertaining fights, you know. I don't know how it'll play out, but I I know it won't be boring. You've got one of those jobs that when you tell people what you do, they think it's the greatest thing in the world. And there's a lot of great things about it. But when you're in the midst of something like this, you could probably lose a little focus on how great it is because there's a lot of stress involved in what you do as well. I mean, even if we think and we hear you're talking to Dana White about this and how cool is that, and oh my goodness, you're involved in this big thing. But when you're actually doing it, and a lot of people are counting on your decisions and you're a leader at Showtime, I mean, there has to be some stress involved. So my question is, have you 
been able to enjoy this process as much as you would like or have you gotten to this point where the stress has gotten you know and all the talking and all the nonsense you're like i just want this damn thing to be (laughs) over with you know it's something that um that i have to remind myself of you know and it's probably like you guys there are times when you know you know technically things are not going great or you're under stress or you know but at the end of the day you know you take a breath you have to remind yourself look this is you know, hey, everything's going to work out. This is a tremendous event. You know, most people don't get to work on or attend an event like this, you know, maybe once in a lifetime. You know, here we've gotten, you know, Pacquiao and then this fight. So at a certain point, yes, it's easy to get you get caught in the the minutia and the stress. But, you know, I've got to remind myself, you know, especially when we're in Vegas, you're running around. It's like, wait, let's slow down. This is this is pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. to have an event like this that gets the attention that it has, uh, you know, that's what all of us get into sports media for, you know, going to television or radio to be a part of the mega event. Now, you will go out to Vegas when? Monday. Monday. Monday, Monday morning. Spent out the whole week. So we had a little conversation during the break, and apparently it looks like we want to go to Vegas, G. We probably could attend a few pre-parties and a certain event that's taking place there. So I'm looking at some flights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm being proactive I, here. Yeah, I saw that the, the laptop did open up yeah. as soon as right. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I have a preview show, college football preview show on CBS, Saturday the 26th. Yeah. Should be done around 3.30, mm-hmm. 4 at the latest. And the fight, let's say, card kicks off at what time, Vegas at, time? At, at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Vegas time, so that's 9 p.m. here. Yeah. And I'm looking at a flight on United. I haven't checked other airlines, but United has a direct. You are the worst. 9 o'clock. <laughs> get get to deal. Vegas at 1130. That's going to be way too late. Yeah. That one won't work because no. I'm thinking the the main event. Hey, Steven, I'm free all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. The, I, the main I, event is that. Well, there's got to be a way you can work this out. If, if Tom Brady can, you know, go to the Kentucky Derby, <laughs> find a way, and then walk into the fight, I know you can pull y- strings. Y- Tom Brady had a lot more coins <laughs> than me. <laughs> he can have the private jet I, waiting. I, I think they moved up the start of the race for Tom <laughs> so he exactly. could attend both. Right? Yeah, he got a little bit more pull. All I do is deliver briskets. <laughs> He delivers championships. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, well, best of luck with that. I can uh, choose any flight yeah, yeah, I want. Yeah, you, you got a better deal than yeah, that. You know, actually, get out early. You know, you can sit by the pool, relax a little bit, you know. You're making you me smile, Steven. You're making me smile. Yep. I, I, like, I like this. So I'm just saying, I'm putting you on the spot on national radio. I'm just saying, if we get there, we're good. No, you're, you are good. I've said it now in the presence of you know, millions of listeners. I, <laughs> I, I will not disappear when, once you land in Vegas. Uh, wow. Okay. We just got to get there. That's yeah. it. That's, we are good. And, and uh, I'm going to find a way. So we're, we're, talking, find a way. we're talking one ticket for Brian, one ticket for me. That's what you're saying. I mean, you got childhood friends you're bringing as well? Well, I just, well, I ha- I just I have, I have a wife. I know that she would be very disappointed if I left. And if Brian blows me off. You guys are tough negotiators. But I mean, I don't know. Well, you know. my wife don't I, like boxing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's probably, I can, I can, you know, I can, there's some people I've been meaning to drop off our guest list anyway. Thank you. So you there just you give go. me an excuse. 
You need three or four. Oh, no, I would never ask for. I would never ask for more than two. I would no. never do that. Okay, no, I absolutely. I, look, the last thing I want to do is uh, harm your marriage in this process. <laughs> like you flying out to Vegas for a big fight weekend. Right, right. I do that all the time <laughs> by, my, by myself. Yeah, I don't want to end up like Brian. That's I don't right. know if you want to hang out with me in Vegas, G. Uh, yeah, I yeah, do. you probably should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so. The thing that you're most looking forward to is because I'm trying to put I try to put myself in the in the guest shoes and, and think what they're what they're thinking. So I, if I were you, the thing that I would most be looking forward to is the start of the fight, because at that point, every question has been answered except for the outcome, at least mm-hmm. the business side. Right. For you, that would be mm-hmm. the thing I'm most looking forward to. Is that what you're most looking forward to? Yes. I mean, that's the point at which it, it truly becomes enjoyable um you know sure you're worried about the live telecast but when you get to that 90 percent of of the things that could have gone wrong didn't so you're in good shape there but it's it's probably even like those 60 seconds it's it's the walkout and you know through the introductions to first well you know people who are who are fight fans um you know as i consider myself a huge one obviously that is some of the most exciting times in sports there's really not the same feeling you know not even before first pitch of the world series or super bowl it's just a different atmosphere and adrenaline uh, a buzz those walkouts those guys you know they're facing off and there's just it's a it's a unique moment in the arena you know on tv that moment of anticipation you just and then you know bell rings and here we go it's finally here it's like the the gladiators if you've gone yeah. to these big fights, it's it's pretty interesting, you know, and it is very unique it, it, it's to itself. Sort of sim- symbolic, you know. You you get there, you've got everybody in the world in the ring, you've got hangers on and entourage and officials and sponsors, and then you know everybody sort of filters out, and you're left with two guys in the ring, and you realize everything. This whole ten twelve weeks comes down to these two guys face to face. Speaking of entourage, we have all sorts of people come through here, and I mean they're sometimes ten deep. You're the head of Showtime Sports. Nobody. Uh, my, my my entourage sleeps late, so they're like you know eight 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 twenty a.m. They're like, no, no, no you're you're good. You're, we'll catch up with you around well, lunch. You going on what show? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you, you can handle that one yourself. We we only have a minute left, but is it is it tough to stay grounded when you're in charge of so much cool stuff? Uh, you know, not not when you know Conor McGregor is repeatedly calling you a weasel. So <laughs> like, that that tends to ground you pretty well. You know that that, that reminds me exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, you know that's that's the whole thing. We you know we got to tune in. I don't know how this story ends. Will there be reconciliation? Will there be you know? Will the Cold War continue? Will you end up in the ring? <laughs> yes. <Yeah, that's, laughs> we'll and here see. comes the weasel. <laughs> that would be something else. Well, we yeah. are looking forward to it, and we do appreciate your time. And uh, we hope you enjoy the brisket. And we'll, absolutely, yeah, will. We will. absolutely will. And Brian did an amazing job. With Actually, that. you know what? Why don't I bring it to Vegas? We'll see if we can have the have <laughs> the casino hook up a little grill or something. <laughs> Travel the thing across <laughs> country, man. <laughs> you know what? We can have some ship to Vegas. Okay, there, there we go. go. There we go. Yeah. That thing is so heavy, you'd have to buy <laughs> its own airplane. Ticket. I'm glad I finally delivered it. I'm tired of carrying it. <laughs> Steven Espinoza, executive, Showtime Sports. Make sure that you check out Mayweather and McGregor. Do I need to tell you any more about Showtime pay-per-view? When it's on, you know already. And we'll see if it ends up breaking records like many people believe that it will. Gio and Jones, have a great weekend, everybody. CBS Sports Radio. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.